And you're on right now with Jim Dawes. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. Coming to you on the Mojo 50 Radio Network. Streaming live on iHeartRadio. You can listen on demand anytime on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, or Spotify. And you can follow me on Twitter at right now, Jim Dawes. I'd love to hear from you. You can shoot me an email at rightnowjimdawes at gmail.com. And you can shoot me a voicemail at 772-245-0750. That's 772-245-0750. You know, Hillary Clinton has really turned into sort of a a pathetic, tragic figure, something out of a Shakespeare novel, uh, maybe Macbeth, you know, wandering the the castle there, uh, muttering to themselves. She's back out on her, her why I lost the election tour. And, uh, you know, this has been going on on and off ever since 2016. And uh, every time she goes out there, she comes up with more and more people to blame for her, her loss. But during all of these um, these why I lost tour events, she never is introspective. She never uh, talks about anything that she could have done different, or or you know. And, and the reason she lost is not because of anybody else. The reason she lost, despite having all of uh, the media behind her, uh, you know, having spent eight or ten times more money than Donald Trump did, uh, having all of the structural advantages and, and you know, having what is supposed to be an expert team of political pros behind her while Donald Trump just had, you know, a sort of a small operation out of, out of one of the vacant floors on his building. Um, she, she didn't do the very basics of what the candidate was supposed to do. She didn't go to the critical states that she needed to win and, and campaign her typical day. You know, she would, she would fly out. It wasn't every day. It was like every third or fourth day. She would fly out to some event. It would be very, you know, sparsely attended because it's a very low energy event. They had load her butt back on the plane, fly her home, and she wouldn't come out for two or three more days. At the same time, you got Donald Trump out there working like the Energizer Bunny, doing three or four events a day, filling huge arenas. They they may have you know turned on one of the uh, news cable channels and seen that they were getting their clock cleaned out on the hustings and and adjusted their campaign strategy, but they didn't. And as a result, they lost Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin, and the Electoral College lost it badly. It wasn't close. But she's blaming everybody but herself. And uh, I put together the, this clip actually starts with the most recent uh, Why I Lost Tour, and then is sort of a compilation, transitions into a compilation into all the excuses that she's made up till now. You can run the best campaign. You can have the best plans. You can get the nomination. You can win the popular. Wait a second. You can run the best campaign. (laughs) How does she think she ran the best campaign? Who told her that? Here we go again. You can run the best campaign. You can have the best plans. You can get the nomination. You can win the popular vote. Oh, man, I can't I can't just let this go on. You can get the nomination. She said, yes, she can get the nomination because she had the DNC actually cheating for her. They had they they were suppressing Bernie's uh, uh, capability to get get money and support from the Democrat National Committee. Well, and keep in mind at the same time, the one that they, the, the chairman that they brought in to replace Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who was caught cheating on behalf of Bernie Sanders, 
was Donna Brazile, who it later was determined was feeding Hillary Clinton debate questions so that uh, when she, when she uh, faced Bernie Sanders, she would have her, uh, her questions down pat. Was it, was it a debate with Sanders or, or Trump? I can't remember. Oh, man. And you can lose the Electoral College and therefore the election for these four reasons. Number one, voter suppression. Here we go with this voter suppression thing again. Oh, my God. <laughs> you notice they never explain exactly what it is with this voter suppression that they claim, you know, is being done to, to deny poor black people the right to vote. They, they keep coming back to this voter, these voter ID laws, which, by the way, are supported by almost 70 percent of the, uh, the nation, including a majority of black people who I think are kind of insulted by the notion that they can't get a uh, an ID to vote. And, you know, it gets tiresome hearing it, but you're required to have an ID to buy a beer. You're required to have an ID to get on an airplane. You're required to have an ID to get in the Democrat National uh, Convention. But they think you ought not to have to have an ID to, to vote. But they want to have background checks, a proctology exam, if you want to buy a, a, a weapon and exercise your second amendment rights the russians let's say wikileaks same thing dumped <laughs> the john podesta emails i oh, have my God. uh complaints about uh, former director comey the use of uh, my email account was uh turned into you know, the biggest scandal since lord knows when they covered it like it was pearl harbor if you look at facebook uh, the vast majority of the news news items posted were fake. There's all these stories about, you know, guys over in Macedonia who are running these fake news sites. I inherit nothing from the Democratic Party. I also think I was the victim of a very broad assumption I was going to win. You know, if the election been on October 27th, I'd be your president. And it wasn't. It was on October 28th. And there was just a lot of funny business going on around that. Wait, what? The election was on October 27th. <laughs> That's news to me. No wonder she lost. She didn't know what, what the election day was. If it was on the 26th, she would have won, but it was on the 27th. What? Oh, my God. It's, well, here's what Trump had to say. I guess that's why she lost. She doesn't get it. She never did. I knew that a long time ago. Hillary never got it. That's why she lost. Anything else? <laughs> well, it, it, there was an interesting bit of news that came out of this uh, this latest uh, uh, tour that she's on, and that they, that's that uh, her and old Bill, in fact, uh, visited with Jeffrey Epstein at the uh, Manhattan Correctional Center. Yes, we came, we saw, he died. <laughs> did it have anything to do with your visit? No, oh, I'm sure it did. No, she didn't really visit. I, well, I don't know that she visited. She may have visited. She may have definitely had a surrogate's visit. Yes, we came, we saw, he died. Uh, <laughs> so it's, you know, you, you kind of want to feel sorry for Paul Hill, the Hildebeest. Wandering the woods of upstate New York, muttering to herself, trying to figure out what happened. She was, she was, it was her turn. I was married to the president. We, we screwed everybody. We, we, uh, you know, everybody who knew anything about us came up missing or dead. Mysterious suicides. It was my turn. <sighs> you know, the, um, the Democrats are, this has got to be the golden age for talk radio hosts because they have wandered so far away from reality or any sort of uh, common sense that it's just like shooting fish in a barrel, so to speak. Oh, I didn't say that, Facebook. Don't take me down. I didn't mean actually shooting fish in a barrel. That's just a figure of speech. So, oh, Justin Trudeau, the the poster boy for the liberal Democrats 
premier of of uh, the great Northwest, our neighbors, the Canucks to the north. He is a he's a good person at heart. He he you know he's better than you and me. He's full of virtue. Well, turns out uh, that uh, he's been caught wearing blackface, and that really is the kiss of death. Oh well, well no, I shouldn't say that. It's the kiss of death if it happens to a Republican. If it happens to a Democrat, like Justin Trudeau or the governor of Virginia or the attorney general of Virginia or half of the comedians in Hollywood, well, then it's, you know, they're, they're good people. And so they can't be held to the same standard because their hearts are good and they're virtuous. They're not those mean, evil Republicans. When those mean, evil Republicans wear blackface, they're doing it because they're Nazis. But when we do it, it's just a youthful indiscretion. You know, you wonder, and Justin Trudeau is in the middle of a re-election campaign now, you wonder, well, why did he keep this secret for so long? He knew that he used to make a practice of wearing blackface. Why didn't he come forward and atone for it himself and say, yes, I'm guilty of this as well. And I was, um, you know, I was uh, ignorant and and now I want to atone. But no, he sat on it. And now it's come out on the eve of his reelection. We'll talk more about this and we'll hear directly from Ojustain Trudeau right after these messages. Stick with us. Does your current bathroom need to be updated immediately? Introducing One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling, the complete and hassle-free way to get the new bathroom of your dreams in as little as one day and for as little as $1.99 a month. Yes, the experts at One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling will come to you anywhere in the country and show you all the customized options. Now you can have a brand new bathroom in as little as one day. Large or small bathroom. If you want a new bathtub or shower installed, we can do it in as little as one day. And if you call right now, you can save $750 off your remodel. We make it easy by offering you financing as low as $199 per month. Call now to schedule your free in-home consultation. 800-693-3152. 800-693-3152. That's 800-693-3152. So this uh, newly surfaced photograph that shows Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau dressed up with his his face painted, they're saying in the stories, it's brown face because apparently he was uh, donning the... uh, the, he was dressing up like a, or for an Arabian Nights party, so he was supposed to be, I guess, a um, uh, a genie or or something to that effect. Time Magazine actually got this photo first. Time Magazine hasn't broken any news stories in a long time. Time Magazine is back. I noticed that Newsweek Magazine is uh, now owned by a conservative publisher, which is pretty cool getting a hold of that masthead and, uh, and converting it over into, you know, a conservative brand. But this photo shows Ju Stan wearing what, uh, what they're calling an inappropriate costume. I'm not a sure. I'm not sure why or when it came to be that white people aren't allowed to dress up like anybody else. <laughs> Everybody else is dressing up as white people all the time, but we're not allowed to, to don a costume, uh, dressed as anybody else except for maybe elizabeth warren she's allowed to you know pretend for her whole career that she's an indian and now she's apparently the front runner for the democrat national nomination we're going to talk about that later on in the show but this was uh it wasn't when he was a kid as i said earlier he was actually um a grown man 
after college and teaching at a private school, someplace called West Point Gray Academy. The photo shows him wearing a turban and robes, and his face and hands are covered with dark makeup. (gasps) Now, if this was a Republican, that would be instant into their career. They would be hounded out of office. But just Dan, he's good. And so he'll be held to a different standard. Here he was actually on his campaign airplane when this pitcher hit the fan. In 2001, uh, when I was a teacher out in Vancouver, I attended an end-of-year gala where the theme was Arabian Nights. And I uh, dressed up in an Aladdin costume and put makeup on. I shouldn't have done that. I should have known better, but I didn't. And I'm really sorry. I take responsibility for my uh, decision to do that. I shouldn't have done it. I should have known better. Uh, It was something that uh, I didn't think was racist at the time, but now I recognize um, it was something racist to do, and I am deeply sorry. You know, I really don't understand why it is so bad. I'm sorry. He's, he's putting on a costume. He's dressing up like somebody else. Are you not allowed to change your appearance if you're a white person? Hell, look at Michael Jackson. He, he had hundreds of thousands of dollars of surgery and, and uh, face bleaching trying to look like a white person. He's one of the most popular pop um, entertainers of the modern age and, by the way, a pedophile. But he was never dragged over the coals like this. He was actually trying to become a white person, apparently. But now, you know, Justin Trudeau is going to have to spend the rest of this campaign flailing himself and, uh, and apologizing and groveling, and it's just embarrassing. It's embarrassing for him, and it's embarrassing for white people. He went on uh, in this uh, same little clip. you got to hear this. This is something that, like everything, that you have to evaluate on a case-by-case basis. This is something that I, I take seriously and I take responsibility for. I'm pissed off at myself, obviously. I'm disappointed in myself, and uh, I'm apologizing to Canadians. <laughs> I'm pissed off at myself. He's going to excoriate himself. I guess he's going to call for his own resignation. No, that's not going to happen. He's pissed off at himself. But um, here's here's the uh, the the money question here at the end. Myself and uh, I'm apologizing to Canadians. What does taking responsibility mean? What is the con- what? <laughs> I take responsibility. The reporter says, "What does taking responsibility mean?" <laughs> I can tell you what taking responsibility will mean for these these leftists that get caught, like the governor of Virginia or Liz Warren or the attorney general of Virginia. Justin Trudeau, in order to make atonement for his youthful indiscretion where he dressed up inappropriately, will, in the coming days, promise to give away more of Canadians' tax dollars to minorities and to allow higher levels of immigration to come in. This will prove that even though he he uh, violated the left's prohibition against wearing blackface, that he's still virtuous and good. You notice in in this uh, little clip on the airplane, he didn't even cop to the other times. So since this uh, initial one came out where he's playing Aladdin, I was trying to think of Aladdin's lamp, and he copped to that on the airplane, it's come out that he did it two other times, that he once did it in high school when he was uh, in a talent contest and he was, he was playing uh, um, Deo. Uh, Daylight come and me one go home. Oh, wait. Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> Who was that? Uh, uh, the uh, the great black performer who, who's, who popularized that song. Somebody sent it to me on the email. But yeah, that's what responsibility will mean. It'll mean that um, that he'll uh, he'll give away more of our tax dollars in, in order to make atonement for, or Canadians' tax dollars in order to make atonement for his wrongdoing. Just like Elizabeth Elizabeth Warren, 
when she was busted pretending to be an Indian for her whole career in order to take advantage of affirmative action programs, her form of atonement is she ran out to the Indian tribes that were none too inter, uh, to entertained by the whole episode, amused by the episode, and she promised them new programs and new money. She got to make up for the fact that she insulted the Indians with, with American taxpayers' money. Or, like the Virginia governor, busted wearing blackface and doing a moonwalk. <laughs> I would have loved to seen video of this guy in blackface doing a moonwalk. He's still there, of course. Democrats never have to resign. But in response to being busted, again, repeatedly wearing blackface, it wasn't just one youthful indiscretion. He, of course, turned around and promised to be more aggressive, tearing down Confederate monuments in Virginia. We always have to pay for their sins. Over on CNN, you know, Don Lemon, Lamon, ran out to uh, to absolve Justin Trudeau because he's such a good, virtuous person. Wow. The, a, a leader apologizing, it's just, it seems odd, yeah. doesn't it? I mean, because well, um, we have one who doesn't, but he said. Huh. Wow. Justin Trudeau apologized. That's odd. Now, let me get a dig in on Donald Trump, who, by the way, hasn't actually been busted wearing blackface. So maybe he doesn't owe anybody an apology. Later on over there at CNN, you had uh, Chelsea Handler sitting down with uh, Chris Como. Chelsea, Chelsea Handler has apparently got a new Netflix series. I guess it's probably going to be produced by the Obamas. Don't know how many millions of dollars they're getting to, to bring their brand of social justice into homes. And for the first time, since its founding, Netflix is actually losing subscribers now. But Chelsea Handler is uh, producing a show on white privilege. Isn't Chelsea Handler the very definition of white privilege? <laughs> She's supposed to be a comedian. She's never made me crack a smile. She never says anything funny. She just runs around insulting people, calling them Nazis or racist or whatever. And now she's got her own special. Well, if she's so angry about white privilege, why is she the one that's starring in this this new series? Isn't there any minority that was equally as qualified as Chelsea Handler that she could have stepped aside? Could they not find a, a minority comedian with no talent and nothing interesting to say to adopt this social justice warrior role on, on Netflix? She's sitting down with Chris Como, two of the probably most privileged white people you can imagine, talking about the rest of us who are, you know, working as having enjoy enjoying some sort of privilege. And they're, of course, taking the opportunity to bash Trump and Blame all of this white privilege on him. You know what white privilege is? White privilege is adopting traditional values. Get up in the morning, go to work, graduate high school, get married before you have children, give a good day's work for a good day's pay. If you're in business, try to please your customers, obey the law, pay your taxes. And when called upon to defend your nation, you step forward and do it. That is white privilege. You don't have to be white to have this privilege. You can actually exercise this privilege regardless of your skin color. But when white people do it, it's privilege. We've got to run out to a break. There's going to be two messages, and I want you to stick with us. We'll be right back on Right Now. Whether you host a nightly dinner party for two or five, keeping your eating and dining area clean helps keep your mind on the dinner party and not on the cleanup afterwards. 
Viva paper towels clean like cloth, trapping splatters and sauces that could become countertop stains or stuck on messes. And they're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. For an exceptional cloth-like paper towel, there's Viva. Visit vivatowels.com to soak up the clean feeling of home. Here's to the innovators, the makers, the doers, and the hustlers of D.C. With Facebook Elevate, you can grow your business, build your online presence, kickstart your career, or turn your passion of creating content into a reality. Facebook Elevate is a program that provides free digital marketing courses and one-on-one coaching from experts that can help you grow your business. Learn more at facebook.com slash fbelevate. Facebook Elevate, on the rise, together. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes. A daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. So we've got this new scandal brewing. It's probably a fake news scandal. It's hard to say. Where Donald Trump is uh, accused of making a promise to another world leader. We don't know who the world leader was or what the promise he made, but apparently it was so bad that one of these uh, these operative deep state operatives filed a whistleblower complaint against the president of the United States. And the complaint, the existence of the complaint, was promptly leaked to the media. And uh, and uh, in the person of old Adam Schiff. And now they're determined to find out who this leader was and what exactly Donald Trump promised to him. And uh, it's the uh, the latest scandal. You know, uh, this is in the last two weeks, there's been like four or five major fake news scandals. And this latest example is shaping up to be yet another of these fake news scandals. Because all you have to do is remember back when Donald Trump first came into office, there were deep state operatives that actually leaked the entire recording of his, his uh, introductory phone conversations with the Australian prime minister and, uh, and the Mexican president. Every bit of it, all of that was classified. The president is entitled to have private conversations with foreign leaders. And when you think about what might be the motivation behind one of these deep state operatives trying to play gotcha with the president because what he may or may not have said with this foreign leader, um, you can imagine that maybe they're getting to the bottom of who, uh, were, were, uh, who it was in the deep state that were leaking these conversations and the many other classified leaks that they were engaged in at the time. And maybe they're, you know, they're trying to put the uh, administration back on the defensive. I don't know. Maybe the president did say something stupid to a, another foreign leader. He, he uh, on occasion does say ill-advised things, but I can't imagine what he could have said to a foreign leader that this promise that would have, constituted a violation of law. Maybe it was an embarrassing thing that he said. We don't even know that for sure. But Adam Schiff and the uh, the rest of the Democrats in the House Intelligence Committee are all up in arms. They want to get their hands on this this uh, audio or this uh, whistleblower complaint. Now, what they're doing over in the Senate, I have no idea. Burr of North Carolina heads the the uh, Senate Intelligence Committee, and he's sitting on his hands. Anytime uh, the Democrat ranking Democrat on that committee, uh, Mark Warner wants to tee off on the president. Burr just holds his coat and nods his head and says, "We're being uh, bipartisan over here," while he does nothing to defend his own party's president. And the newly installed 
Judiciary Chairman in the Senate, Lindsey Graham, who promised us that he was going to get to the bottom of the wrongdoing that took place at the FBI and the CIA during the 2016 presidential election, has yet to hold a single hearing, not one. He keeps promising, oh yeah, we're going to get to the bottom of this. But he doesn't do anything. And it could be because he's actually implicated in this wrongdoing himself. He was a protege at the time of John McCain. And of course, John McCain was responsible for um, bringing the Steele dossier and injecting it into the uh, political campaign. One of the many uh, people who did that. And so, you know, I I doubt very seriously that Lindsey Graham was unaware of it at the time, and he may be frozen now because if he dares try to come at anybody for their wrongdoing, they'll just turn around and, and implicate Lindsey Graham and embarrass him. But he certainly is not doing anything to uh, to get to the bottom of the Spygate scandal. So I'm trying to think of them. Uh, first, it was the Trump was, uh, you know, getting uh, Russian oligarchs to co-sign on loans. And then it was the uh, the latest Kavanaugh scandal. Oh, man, they, they come so hot and heavy, it's hard to keep track of them all. There was there's four or five of them last week where it just turned out to be pure fake news. And if anything has got the contours of another fake news story, this one certainly does. But one of these pundits over at NBC, he was uh, he was very excited at the prospect of all of this. Not just Vladimir Putin. That's right. The Emir of Qatar, uh, the head of the Netherlands. So, you know, it, it, we don't even know whether this is an ally or an adversary. What we do know is that someone inside the White House detailed to the NSC, an intelligence officer, was so concerned that they took the extraordinary step that no one I've talked to has ever heard of, of filing a whistleblower complaint about the president's conduct. And we also know that the Trump administration is taking pains to withhold that complaint from Congress. And I've just got new information that the Inspector General of the Intelligence Community is testifying behind closed doors to the House Intelligence Committee and is refusing to confirm or deny the substance of this complaint because he's not allowed to. By law, he's under instructions from the lawyers that this does not meet the Intelligence Whistleblowers Act definition. Now, Adam Schiff strongly disagrees with that and says they're essentially violating the statute here. This is designed to allow people who see wrongdoing to tell the Congress about it. Well, I guess... If he actually saw wrongdoing, it, it, that might be the case. But if he's just, you know, trying to embarrass the president by uh, by publicizing something he said to a foreign leader, well, the, the, all of those conversations are are privileged and and um, you know private conversations that a president has. So we're going to be treated to, you know, this, they'll probably drag this out for the, however long it takes because the president's not going to allow his conversations with another world leader to be the subject of a discovery by Congress, the House. That would be encroaching on executive uh, authority, and uh, he's just not going to allow it. You might recall uh, last week in one of the original fake news stories that came out where Larry O'Donnell was uh, breathlessly telling Rachel Maddow that he had a, a single source that confirmed to him that uh, the Russian oligarchs had co-signed with President Trump for real estate loans. Well, we had another one of those uh, type conversations with O'Donnell talking to Maddow, and he's got his uh, his uh, deep take. Lawrence O'Donnell uh, is not a lawyer. He went to, you know, some some very expensive private schools, but he doesn't have any legal training, but that is not going to stop him from telling Maddow that this, this thing is not even close. The president is, uh, has just got to allow this, uh, this conversation to be, um, exposed. Before you go, I want to read to you the law on the inspector general. Uh, you were discussing this in the last hour as, as the news was breaking during your hour. I, I managed to get my hands on the law. It is fascinating uh, because there's nothing I see in the law that supports uh, the withholding 
of this uh, Inspector General's report. Yeah. It says, uh, on receipt of a transmittal form, the Inspector General under subparagraph B, uh, from the, so when the Inspector General sends this on to the director, the director shall, within seven calendar days of such receipt, forward such transmittal to the Intelligence Committees together with any comments the director considers appropriate. So it doesn't say in the law that uh, things that are privileged are not covered by that act. No kidding. It doesn't say in any law that requ- that uh, um, facilitates discovery that things that are covered by privilege are not subject to that act. That's understood. That is part of another law. But O'Donnell, he's got he's got the president, and he's breathlessly telling Maddow that he's discovered this statute. Over at CNN, Andrew McCabe himself, the guy that is uh, under uh, uh, being referred for criminal charges for lying to Congress and leaking classified information to the media, he's now uh, their their CNN pundit, and uh, he's he's definitely going to speculate on all this. If and this is hypothetical, but if the whistle. <laughs> If, if the president did this and if the president did that, then it would be really bad. Is hypothetical, but if the whistleblower overheard a promise that could have constituted, say, a crime or a criminal matter, that would technically not be an intelligence issue under the jurisdiction or under the authority, <clears throat> excuse me, under the authority of the DNI. Um, so... It's unfortunate that we're left to kind of piece together, you know, uh, try to piece the puzzle together here with what little information we have. Um, But the fact that we now know it was the president and we know it involves some sort of a promise to a world leader is uh, deeply concerning. Oh, it's very concerning. It's very concerning. If. If it's true, if there's any substance to it. If it's not just another effort by some deep state mole that has finally been caught uh, caught leaking classified information, then maybe there's something to it. But nothing has has come out of any of these other breathless fake news stories, and I don't have any confidence that uh, there will be anything to this either. But they seem to have the president in a catch-22 because he's definitely not going to allow this conversation to be the subject of uh of any you know demand by congress he's allowed to have private conversations and so they're going to be they're going to have free hand to just characterize it any way they want you know i'm not really sure when it actually became uh such a big deal for a president of the united states to make an inappropriate promise to another world leader, I seem to recall. My last election, yeah. And this After my election, I have more flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. And this, I transmit this This is my last election. Tell Vladimir that after the election, I will have more flexibility. And then. Um, than the president at the time. I will transmit this information to Vladimir. There was no big deal about that. There were no congressional inquiries. There was no meltdown in the news media. I guess there was a little bit of a meltdown, actually. <laughs> but they, they, they didn't demand. They didn't have hearings. They didn't demand to know what the president was uh, saying to Medvedev to tell Vladimir that he would have more flexibility about after the election. It was understood that there are presidential prerogatives and presidential privileges, but uh, it doesn't apply when it comes to the resistance. And I would like to know who this, uh, who, who this whistleblower is so we can evaluate whether or not he's got some ulterior motives in all of this. We've got to run out to a break. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Oh, 
Does your current bathroom need to be updated immediately? Introducing One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling, the complete and hassle-free way to get the new bathroom of your dreams in as little as one day and for as little as $1.99 a month. Yes, the experts at One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling will come to you anywhere in the country and show you all the customized options. Now you can have a brand new bathroom in as little as one day. Large or small bathrooms, if you want a new bathtub or shower installed, we can do it in as little as one day. And if you call right now, you can save $750 off your remodel. We make it easy by offering you financing as low as $199 per month. Call now to schedule your free in-home consultation. 800-693-3152. 800-693-3152. That's 800-693-3152. Well, I like to start um, programs and and, uh, half hours by talking about old Joe Biden. And his latest gaffes, you know, he's got anger issues. It was just last week the story was coming out where he was uh, threatening to wrap a chain around poor old Corn Pop's head. And we know that, you know, at one time he was he was uh, threatening to to take uh, Donald Trump out behind the gym and beat hell out of him. Well, that, we was asked that was a question back in 2018 at a speech he gave in Miami. He was asked, um, or he, he said it during his speech, actually. They asked me, would I like to debate this gentleman? And I said, no. I said, if I were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Well, he's he's back to um, challenging people to fights now. A reporter that's covering the campaign asked Biden about his age and when he might be expected to produce this um, this uh, medical report showing that he has a clean bill of health. <laughs> he asked, will you commit to releasing your medical records to address concerns about, but, but before he could even finish the question, Biden said, I don't have, what hell, concerns, man? You want to wrestle? So now he's fight. He's uh, he's challenging reporters to fights uh, that dare question his mental fitness or his uh, his uh, mental uh, ability to carry on the job. On yesterday's uh, show, I mentioned that you know after the segment uh, that we did with Andrew Pollock, the many ways in which our children are being abused in school. One, by not securing the schools and making them safe places, which is perfectly within the capability of this country to do, secure the schools. And, uh, and you know, scaring the bejesus out of them with all of this climate hysteria. They had up in New York City, uh, de Blasio, the communist, actually let all of the school children out of school so that they could go out and protest climate the climate crisis along with um, little Greta Thornburg. So, you know, keeping them in school, teaching them how to read and write, which I guess they don't do that anyway. They spend the time in school being indoctrinated in left-wing ideology. So this is just an exercise to teach them how to engage in civil disobedience and such. But it has come out that, uh, yes, in fact, uh, this younger generation is uh, is being driven to neuroses by all of these mythologies being pushed upon them between climate change and transgenderism and and all of these other uh, left wing crises uh, that they have they're becoming psychotic. And yesterday you had old Greta up there at, uh, at Congress. Because Congress wanted to hear from this 16-year-old with all of her vast wisdom. And she, uh, she really didn't fail to deliver the goods. My name is Greta Thunberg. I have not come to offer any prepared remarks at this hearing. I am instead attaching my testimony. 
It is the IPCC special report on global warming of 1.5 degrees Celsius, the SR 1.5, which was released on October 8, 2018. I am submitting this report as my testimony because I don't want you to listen to me. I want you to listen to the scientists and I want you to unite behind the science. And then I want you to take real action. Despite recent... So, so Greta Thornburg, she wants to come over here from Scandinavia and tell Congress she wants them to take action based on this science report that was put together by a bunch of um, uh, an organization, the IPCC, the International Professionals for Climate Change, something like that. They're being paid to gin up these... these uh, studies that confirm climate change because there's literally trillions of dollars at stake here. But uh, Greta was downright level-headed when it came, uh, when, when compared to this uh, the team they brought in for Seattle who really illustrates just how badly we're abusing our children with these constant uh, drumbeat of uh, the world is going to come to an end. Like I already have like underlying issues of like anxiety and it's just really hard to grow up in a world full of ifs. You know, I don't think a lot of people in Congress understand the conversations that are happening in everyday American high schools. And it's just like this constant looming uncertainty and it's this weird form of of nihilism and and weird um just fear that's that's been existing in my generation where kids are joking like what is even like the point the the world is is ending what are we studying for what are we doing um and it's this kind of depression it's this fear that is not just among me or my panelists here but but everyone and that anxiety is something that no child should ever have to fear you know i actually feel bad for the young lady uh, I, I i believe that she does feel that fear and that despair because for Going on 20 years now, we've had Al Gore and these these climate alarmists peddling the snake oil in the schools. They've made it part of the curriculum. None of their predictions has ever come true. By now, uh, the North Pole was supposed to have been melted, at least in certain parts of the year. None of that has happened. The Pol- North Pole is expanding. Every expedition that they mount to the north pole to document that it's that it's uh in fact shrinking gets stuck in the ice and has to be rescued and now you got aoc out there she's the darling of the left-wing media saying that if we don't do something by 12 years the earth is going to come to an end and then which candidate was it in the debates lowered that down to 10 years and now one of the one of the uh, teens that was testifying before congress yesterday i think it was that same teen from seattle said, said if we don't do something in the next 18 months that'll be too late and the world will come to an end now there are some real environmental issues in this world that we could that we could deal with but because the left is sucking all of the oxygen out of the room with these fake claims. They say that the temperature is going to rise by 1.5 degrees in the next 50 years or so. Well, hell, that's not out of the ordinary for uh, climate fluctuation. It's been going on well before the Industrial Revolution and the invention of the industri- and the uh, invention of the internal combustion engine. But they've got these poor kids just beside themselves. You know, when I was in school, it was uh, it was late in the Cold War, but we were still doing the duck and cover drills. We we were you know shown f- actual film. I remember that uh, the, the projectors they used to use. You had to uh, thread them up and uh, project them on a wall. And they would show, you know, the the uh, results of the nuclear bombs, scare the bejesus out of people, and tell you to hide under your desk. They'd show, they'd show you this mushroom cloud that was destroying everything, you know, in a 50-mile square radius, and then they'd tell you to hide under your desk. <laughs> oh, man. 
but I feel bad for these kids. It's uh, what, what they're doing to them is not right. You know, it occurs to me that as this, uh, this presidential campaign ramps up, that really all that's going to be necessary for the Trump campaign and the Republican National Committee to do is just just play unedited footage of Democrats talking. Because as part of this, these, these hour-long debates, and there's no end in sight, they keep saying one stupid-ass thing after another. They're going to give government health care to illegal immigrants. They're going to give free tuition to illegal immigrants. They're not going to enforce the border. They're not going to deport anybody. They're going to come and take your guns. They're going to abolish private health care. I don't know how they're going to dig their way out of this hole. And Ted Cruz was on uh, this week with George Stephanopoulos. You remember when that that show was hosted by uh, Brinkley, a real newsman? And then after uh, after Brinkley retired, I think it was taken over by Cokie Roberts, who passed away this week. I enjoyed Cokie Roberts. She was not the paragon of uh, objectivity that they're trying to paint her to be now that she's passed. But she was she was a good uh, journalist, although left wing. And they they paired her up with Sam Donaldson over there at this week. And Donaldson was just an attack dog for the liberals, uh, Democrats. That was a very different time. You know, they were partisan, but they weren't anti-American. They weren't Marxists. So, you know, you kind of look back on that version of the partisan newspaper reporter or or journalist and, you know, kind of get nostalgic for it. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. If you have thyroid eye disease and you can't get any shut eye because you can't shut your eyes, it might be time to discover another treatment option. To learn more, visit treatmyted.com. That's treatmyted.com.